Stacey. Hello, Mum. This is a Rough Giraffe 15th anniversary birthday episode. Well, not our 15th anniversary. <laughs> I don't think podcasts were around 15 years ago. This is actually Kipper's 15th birthday podcast. Ba 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 ba. And we are obviously talking about birthdays. Birthdays. So let's get going. Let's do it. Deep from the jungle of the African Congo To the concrete jungle of the garden bungalow You'll find two ladies full of nonsense and laughs Making a podcast called Rock Your Is uh, Kipper available? He is. The weather is pretty fine right now, but he's allowed some time off from working from home relaxing in the garden to come and do this birthday episode and he's got some friends with him brilliant and uh, he's got his cousin spike here hello spike hello spike on this side we've got kipper say hi kipper kipper in the house hello kipper happy birthday and we have with kipper obviously little fella Hello, little fella. Little fella the hedgehog. He stayed up all night. Oh, bless him. So that he didn't miss the recording today. It's like get when you get a flight at 6am. Oh, he's tuckered out, poor thing. Anyway, let's hope he lasts for this bit. So, birthdays. Yeah. I was looking for the most useless birthday present ever. And did you buy it for me? Well, I was very <laughs> tempted to buy it for you. No, I've got a few. Some are just useless. Some are useless, but I think I might like them. Okay. And some I've already ordered from Amazon, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Go on then. I would like to throw in for £10 the Ian Beale 2020 wall calendar. It's that much. It's A4. Yeah. And it includes uh, a wire bing and hanger for, I don't know what that is. So Ian Beale is from the Soap EastEnders. He's still in it, I think. I think he is. Is this a naked calendar? Look on Amazon <laughs> for Ian Beale's 2020 calendar and then tell me whether you want him naked on your wall. <laughs> I don't need to look at it. I'll tell you the answer is no. Let's have a look. As he posed for these pictures, Ian Beale calendar. Oh, my God. The cover photo, he's got a beard and a beat up face. For July, he's got some sanitary products in his nose. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it's, it's, it's useless, but it's amusing at the same time. Well, I hope they reissue it for 2021. Yeah, I mean, that was the lockdown edition, obviously. Yeah, and we haven't had much use for it. No, and there's still not much use for it. Also, uh, you could buy your own pet cheese wedge, because we like cheese, don't we? I love cheese. So you can buy a little sealed cheese dish that's got a tiny wedge of cheese inside it and you just look after it, I think. It's five ninety five. I, I think I've got that in my fridge already. <laughs> Who knew there was such a market for a small piece of cheese? That's crazy. That's like um Pet Rocks. Do you remember Pet Rocks? Yes, exactly. Does the cheese not go mouldy? Is it sealed? Yes, it's sealed in like a baby glass dome. <laughs> Whoever thought of that is a mad genius. They saw that cheese 
and thought I can make millions on that. What's next? Okay, so the next one I've got is a paper puncher or a hole puncher that you put your old credit cards in it and it turns them into guitar picks. I'm not sure whether that's actually a useful thing or not. It is useful. I know quite a few people that play the guitar that use old credit cards and bank cards as plectrums. Yeah. For £9, you can buy this. Uh, Oh, unless it can't go in then, obviously. It's too good. That is me done then, uh, and over to you. Okay, I want to start with some birthday traditions from around the world. Shall we start with Germany? The Germans are a bit strict about birthdays. Are they? You're not allowed to talk about your birthday until your actual birthday day. What do you think about that? Okay. Uh, That means you don't get any presents. You can get presents. But you can't remind people it's your birthday. No. What does German Facebook do then? I don't know. And I don't think you'd manage very well because you love sending a text to tell me it's someone's birthday. (laughs) I would be no good, would I? (laughs) I even sent you a text once to tell you it was your birthday by mistake. (laughs) Is that because Moonpig reminded you? Yeah, it's Stacey's birthday. Thanks, Mum. No, so you're not allowed to talk about it. You also, on the day, you have to buy your own birthday cake. So you basically turn up to work and go, guys, it's my birthday today. And then everyone just goes, oh, yeah, we knew. We just didn't want to say anything. Yeah, we totally knew. Totally. Oh, let's have some of your cake. So it's basically a lose-lose situation for anybody who's got a birthday and a win-win for everybody else because not only do they get the cake, they don't even have to buy the present. That's great. Everybody in Vietnam celebrates their birthday on the same day. Do they? Which day? On Vietnam's New Year's Day, everybody celebrates their birthday on New Year's Day. So there's nothing like being in Germany when you don't know when your birthday is. No, at least everybody knows. And then you don't have to worry but the rest of the year. But then you can't buy a present because it's everybody's birthday. That would be ridiculous. So, yet again, you lose out in Vietnam. Got another one from Germany. When men, now it's particularly single men, reach 30, they have to sweep the steps of the city hall whilst dressed in drag until they find a virgin to kiss. That's been created by some drunk guys out on their 30th birthday they do this to show the women that they are eligible because they can sweep a step okay i think if you've got to be 30 and nobody's noticed you sweeping a step's not gonna do it it's not enough is it unless you're eddie Izzard or grayson perry sweeping a step in drag is not going to attract any attention it'll attract a lot of attention just maybe not from the right people what's next in canada Canadians often get greased on their birthday. What do you think it means? Is it like in America where they have the greased pig? Do they grease you all over (laughs) naked and then you have to run and the person that catches you can kiss you? No, but that might be something new. This is, it's a lot less slippery, a lot less, lot less naked. They basically just jump on their friends. Oh, maybe it is Uh, the same. Yeah, hang on a minute. They jump on the birthday boy or girl and put butter on their nose. Whose nose has the butter on before they go snuffling to the birthday boy? (laughs) I don't think they go nose to nose. I wasn't thinking of nose to nose. I just wonder if your friend's got the buttered nose or you have. You have. Oh, it's 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 a whole different birthday present. And then one last one. In Nepal and India, 
on a child's first birthday, their head is shaved whilst they're held over a fire. Removing all the hair is believed to cleanse the child for any evil and symbolises a renewal of the soul. Is that what um, you used to do to us when we were younger? Is that why you used to cut our hair? (laughs) I only cut your hair because the hairdresser died and I didn't know anywhere else. And she had a bicycle and she'd come to the house. Right. And I didn't know any other mobile hairdressers at the time. She had a trolley on the back with his scissors in. Yeah. And Shelly Yorkshire Terrier called Maxie. And he used to sit on top of the box. She used to come around and cut your hair when you was little. Why weren't we allowed to leave the house? There was a lot of kids to take to a hairdresser. I didn't have trouble taking you to the dentist. So when the hairdresser could no longer visit the house well she got diabetes so she had to have her left leg amputated first so, so she, she couldn't was, ride the bike she's no good on the bike anyway <laughs> yeah. but uh, there was no mobile uh, hairdressers so i thought how difficult can it be i can ride a bike there you go i must be able to cut hair <laughs> and we've got a dog everything that you need i've got it so you used to ride around the block on your bike <laughs> Knock on the door. It's me, the mobile hairdresser. (laughs) I couldn't actually manage to cut anybody's hair without making them bleed. That's horrible. I think Tammy's only got half an ear on one side, hasn't she? The next stop will be Rough Giraffe. i tell you what I'd like to do. I'd like to go back to completely useless birthday presents. Oh, go on then. So uh, I've got another one here. It's the... The talking toilet paper. Yeah. It's a special roll of toilet paper. And no. you can program your own messages in it. Such as when you pull it on it, it says, don't forget to wash your hands. Or, <laughs> this place is haunted. This isn't a library. Please remain seated during the next performance. I wondered if you could record your own messages, could you put in some really interesting facts that people would like? They keep pulling on your roll to find out what the next fact was. Stop pulling on my roll. <laughs> could you not have it like connected to Aisha? Who? Do you mean Alexa? Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I thought someone had moved in with you. No. And then you could go, Alexa, let's play Hangman. But anyway, talking toilet paper, it's uh, £20. Whoa, a roll. It does come with rechargeable batteries. And then you can... Oh, oh what? it's even better. You can use it via Bluetooth to talk to somebody through the speakers of the toilet roll while they're on the <laughs> toilet. Neville, your tea's ready. That would make you not constipated anymore. You could freak somebody out with that. That would last an hour before it got very tiresome. Uh, well, uh, talking of very tiresome, I do have, for yeah. £86.55, the mini screaming goat kit. Here's what it sounds like. <laughs> you get that for only £6.55, but you do get with it a 30-page, 30-page, mind you, colour paperback book, which is on on the history of the screaming goat. 
That is too many pages. And he and he's on it. He's he's on a tree stump, and you press his stump, and hear him scream. So that, and you can get it. You can get it by tomorrow <laughs> if you order it in the next five hours. Oh, I think I'm a little bit busy in the next five hours. Sorry. Okay. I've given everybody some amazing birthday present ideas. But I still have the best one. I've saved the best one until last, which I'll tell you later, obviously. Oh, you're building up the suspense here now. I'm building I'm building up. To you haven't it. you haven't forgotten your podcasting skills, have you? It's time for uh, r- rough mm. Rough, rough, rough giraffe. What do you think is the most common birthday date? Okay, so I was always assuming that it was nine months from Christmas. Okay. But are you talking worldwide? I am talking actually in America, but it's pretty similar in all Western countries. So if it's in America, I'm going to say nine months from November, Thanksgiving Day. You're not far off. It's September the 9th. Okay, so September the 9th would be nine months from sort of Christmas Day, which would be my other... September is the most common birthday month. And September the 9th, the most common birthday. Yes. Does that mean that Christmas Day is the least... The least popular? Yeah, it is. If everybody's conceiving on Christmas Day, they can't be they can't be having babies at the same time. Christmas Day and January 1st are both the least popular days to have a baby and they think it's mainly because there aren't the same services available and some women may decide just to hold on and finish Christmas dinner. Oh, my waters are broken and I'm only halfway through the sprites. <laughs> but then in every series of any description, whether it's crime, medicine, any drama that comes on and they broadcast it over Christmas, somebody has a baby in a shed or a telephone box. Or a toilet. Yes, there's always somebody having a baby on Christmas Day on any programme that you watch that's broadcast at Christmas. So that would lead anybody to think Christmas Day must be a really common day. Oh, they're only doing it because the cameras are around. It could be that if your baby is due on Christmas Day, they'll likely make you have the baby a couple of days earlier. Yeah, I think most people get induced. So that you're home to peel them sprays. Exactly. There are some people that don't get many birthdays. Are we talking about the February the 29th Yeah, do you know what people are called who are born on a leap day? Unlucky, (laughs) Martin, Beryl. They're called leaplings. I like that. Makes them sound all fluffy. There are laws in certain countries to say which day you have to celebrate your birthday on if you're born on February 29th. So for the all the other non-leap years, some countries say, like for example New Zealand, say that those people have to celebrate on the 28th of February. But in the UK, you have to celebrate it on the 1st of March. Is that right? Yep. Uh, you say that, but do you have to celebrate your birthday? Well, no, you don't have to celebrate your birthday, but this is where it's it's classed. If 
people want to do their driving test, for example, in the UK, they would have to wait to be 17 on the 1st of March rather than being 17 on February uh, 28. So officially. I see. Um, but there's a growing trend for the unbirthday. What, like uh, Winnie the Pooh's unbirthday? No, like Alice in the Wonderland's unbirthday. Oh, I got the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Do you mean like in Alice in Wonderland? No, like in Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> you spoiled it for yourself now, haven't you? Yeah, yeah like in Alice in Wonderland. A very happy unbirthday to you. To me. Right, so tell me about the unbirthday. So the unbirthday is where people whose birthdays, for example, fall on February 29th or if they are on Christmas Day or some other holiday. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't like to be born on Christmas Day. No. So what they do is they choose another day of the year. Like the Queen does. They then say to everyone, this is going to be my unbirthday day and then they celebrate it on that day. And this is quite common with some people who have half birthdays. So a lot of people choose six months from their real birthday and celebrate that as their half unbirthday. Oh, that's getting very complicated for me. Uh, I'm getting old, so I don't remember when my birthday is. Anyway, Facebook tells me. And uh, Funky Moonpig. Yes. They tell me, wait, they good. Just to remind you, it's your birthday in three days. All right, I won't forget. Don't forget, it's your birthday in two days. Won't forget. What birthday? Who birthday? Unbirthday. Uh, yeah, so we've got unbirthdays. Yeah. You were saying about people celebrating different types of birthday in different countries. Yeah. Now, in the UK, we had the bumps. Yes. I don't think people do the bumps anymore, do they? I I faced it with some trepidation when it was my birthday. I always thought someone's going to break my spine. I hate the bumps. Thankfully, I haven't had enough people to lift me up for quite some time. And neither have I. I think it's the reason why I've stayed as fat as I am. So nobody looks at me and goes, not doing the bumps. She just needs more cake. Oh, talking about it, we have birthday cake. Yeah. I never found out why we have candles on a cake that we blow out. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, do you know? I know all sorts of things. All right, tell me why we have candles then. It could be from ancient Egypt, as everything is. That's your go-to, isn't it? Whenever we do a podcast (laughs) and I ask you something, you go, it's ancient Egypt. Well, it's usually the right answer. I can't prove it, can I? So during coronations, they used to light candles. So you're telling me they had birthday cake in ancient Egypt? Is that what you're telling no, me? they had the candles. They didn't have the cake. Right. And then the Greeks. Oh, so we're going, we're going to Greeks now. Yeah. Yeah. The Greeks, they stuck a cake underneath the candle. So they had these honey cakes. And they would light the candle for their lunar goddess Artemis. And the candle signalled a prayer which was being sent. Is this why we make a wish, do you yes. think? Oh, and then the Greeks also thought when you blew out the candle and the smoke that rose would be a wish to the sky. Ah, oh, that's even better. I like that now. And back in the olden days... Before ancient Greece? No, after ancient Greece, but before television, they would keep the candles burning all day to ward off the evil spirits. Yeah, there you go. That's what candles are for. 
And then, of course, in Spain, where I was. Mm. I'm back in the UK, by the way, if anybody wants to know. I'm being roasted by a Welsh summer. <laughs> so it's raining, is it? I've got my cardigan yeah. on indoors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving being back in Wales. But, of course, in uh, Spain, they don't actually have a birthday cake. What do they have? Piñata. Oh, no, I don't know why they have to take the broom handle and it has to be a broom handle mm. and then they have to smash it to pieces and it's filled with, we think it's filled with candy, it is. It's also filled with little Madeline cakes that are wrapped up. Oh, okay. And inside one of the cakes, I was told, there's either a coin or a, a gift of some sort. Mm. So you have to be the person who finds the lucky. That must be the same as us putting a a coin in the Christmas pudding. Three years running, we've had to be at A and E because one of you lot swallowed that. <laughs> I'm not putting a fifty pence piece in the Christmas pudding anymore. <laughs> not for a child's gullet. I know that now. Social services told me it's interesting with pinatas because I was doing a little bit of reading on them, and although the Europeans took them over to South America, they were already in South America. Right. So the Europeans took them to South America, and they were already there. Yeah, they went over and said we got pinatas, and the South Americans went, "Mate, we already got them." Tell me about the uh, South American. So yeah, the South American pinatas are clay pots that they would fill and hang, and then they would hit them rather than the right. uh, European, so Spanish and Italian pinatas that they took over, which were more sort of paper plant based. Does uh, Italy have pinatas as well? And what are they called in Italy? Pinatas. Italy came up with the name. Oh really? Yeah, the word comes from pinata. <laughs> No, but <laughs> no. Is that Italian? Pinata, like that. They think it's probably linked to the Latin word pinia, like pine cone, okay. because of the shape Is of that it. What shape mm. it would have been? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how did it come to be a donkey? That we have now. The donkey is very sort of Mexican, isn't it? I think they were just looking for interesting shapes to smack to smithereens. Hey there, who's that? What's the name of the wonky cat? He looks like than any cat around. Kipper, hey, that's Kipper. Hey, that's Kipper. The wonky He's asleep here, so he's been waiting. This little fella there. Little fella's rolled up into a ball under the bed. Kipper? We have a lot of happy birthdays. Kipper, how are you? What's it like to be 15? Oh, yes. (laughs) Do you know his age in human years? Spike! Spike! How old will Kipper be? He hasn't got enough toes and fingers to count. He says 91, is that right? No, not quite. Silly Spike. It's 75. Spike's only 80, he doesn't know. He's a young whippersnapper, hey, Kips? The only way I knew it was Kipper's birthday, I know his birthday is in August, but I keep forgetting exactly what day. But Carla and Zoe, who do the podcast number one rerun, they're going to leave us a message. They are going to leave us a message, but they did an episode for Kipper and dedicated it to him on his birthday last year. So yeah, it was the 11th of August. Over to you, Carla and Zoe. Hello, Stacey. Hello, Mum. Hello, Kipper. This is Carla and Zoe, and we are here to say happy birthday. Happy birthday! 
It's your birthday soon, Zoe. It is my birthday soon. It's very exciting. A sort of lockdown birthday. Not really. You can't jump on that bandwagon. We're going out for the day. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, but we have to be socially distanced, so I think that justifies it. Well, I would have preferred that even if there wasn't a pandemic, oh. if I'm being honest. You and me both. Yeah. Uh, sorry about the noise guys, we're in the car at the moment, we're just driving back from Portsmouth in our masks, obviously, be safe always, and uh, we just thought we would record you a quick message to say uh, yeah, happy birthday to Kipper, because we love Rough Raft, don't we? We do, and we particularly love Kipper, and uh, we did an uh, episode of our podcast for Kipper's birthday, so it all comes full circle. It absolutely does, and of course we play, we uh, pay homage to Rough Giraffe every single episode with our intro of Hello Carla, Hello Zoe, is my little tribute to Rough Giraffe every single time we record. Did you know that, Zoe? I hadn't appreciated that, Carla, but now every time you say it, I will think of Rough Giraffe. Good. Have a great uh, episode, guys, and we will see you soon. Bye. So we got Happy Birthday Kipper from uh, who's first on the list? We have, do you remember your mate Nathan Spavold? Oh, Nathan, hello. Nathan says, Happy Birthday Kipper. And he also hopes that we are safe and well. Which we are good. We are. And Bridget says, Rough Giraffe is back. Hooray. Happy birthday, Kipper. That happy birthday, Kipper, is a bit of an aside on that, I think. Sorry, Kips. That was meant to be just for you. It's not not all about us, Kipper. Don't worry. I asked a few questions on the social medias. Firstly, I asked people what their favourite flavour birthday cake is. What's your favourite flavour cake? It doesn't have to be a birthday cake. Well, my favourite is coffee and walnuts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Okay, so I can't even just think about having another cake. (laughs) I like a double espresso coffee cake that they do in Spain. It's very strong cake and it has fresh cream in it with fresh cream. That's what it's like. It's lovely. I think the typical birthday cake is a Victoria sponge with jam and cream. I mean, that's a birthday cake. If I couldn't have me coffee cake, because not everybody likes it, I think I'd go for that. But my least favourite to get as birthday cake would have to be a fruit cake, even though I like it. Oh, there's not one single person here who says fruit cake. So, Michelle, remember Michelle? I love Michelle. Michelle says her favourite is chocolate with chocolate buttercream. I think that's a bit too much for me. There's a lot of people here who say yellow cake. They must be Americans. I don't know what yellow cake is. Is that just Victoria Sponge? Is it cheesecake? Well, you know, Donna from Varmints. She says yellow cake with peanut butter frosting made by her mother. Then someone else has said yellow cake with chocolate icing. What's yellow cake? That's just got to be a sponge cake, hasn't it? Well, on Google, it's come up with uranium. Yeah, Wikipedia says yellow cake is a type of uranium concentrate powder. Those Americans will eat anything. Have you ever wrapped up a birthday present in anything other than wrapping paper? Yes. How often do you wrap up a birthday present? Mostly I get to close your eyes tonight. Give it to us in the carrier bag (laughs) and then ask for the carrier bag back. I did wrap a pair of 
speedo goggles up in a durex. <laughs> for who? Well, I'm not telling you for whom now. They're still alive. They don't want to be embarrassed. <laughs> as long as it wasn't my brother. <laughs> it was not your brother. He doesn't swim with goggles. <laughs> it had a bow on it, so it's obvious and a tag. That's see-through, though, isn't it? No, it was pink. Oh, it was okay. One of, it was, so one, of their, the it was one of their Spectrum offers. They used to do them in all different colours. Kipper, what's your favourite birthday present you've ever had? Oh, he just said, what's a birthday? Where am I? What's going on? Did I ever have a favourite birthday present? Not that I can think I've of. I've got such a terrible memory, that's my problem. I don't really remember stuff. I can't remember the film I watched last what night. I don't know. Maybe I didn't even watch a film. I watched, um, it was something on... Uh, no, I can't remember either. <laughs> We're getting old. Too many birthdays. Um, well, you know you're on about the Americans eating the uranium cake. Yeah, but, not the urinal no, cake. That might have something to do with what is called the birthday effect. Have you heard of this? Uh, no. Well, uh, what is amazing is <laughs> I found this on the NHS website as well as Wikipedia. So I'm guessing if it's on NHS website, it's a real thing, isn't it? Yeah. They did a study with 12 million Swiss people over a number of years. Mm. And they said that they were 17% more likely to die on their birthday than any other day. Oh. It's called the birthday effect. And they have done the same studies on general populations in England and Wales, in Switzerland, Ukraine and the United States. And they have found consistently that men and women's mortality rates rise in the either the week before on their birthday or the week after. Oh, is that because they're doing stuff? Well, I don't know. I mean, there is a thing of if people are ill, they'll tend to hang on until their birthday or Christmas, won't they? Yeah. So that might be it. But, I mean, do people have more accidents because they've drunk too much? Yes, of course. That's what I'm thinking is... Are they doing things that they normally wouldn't do on the other day? You know, their family might have got them a skydiving voucher or they're going to go Formula One racing. You've got him what? A skydiving voucher and a bottle of gin. She's going to increase that life insurance policy. (laughs) Moider. So, yeah, so you're more likely to die on your birthday than any other day in the year, apparently. Excuse me, senor. Don't forget, Rough Giraffe is on Twitter at RoughGiraffePod. I've got a final little useless present, which is not useless at all, but it was for this unfortunate person. I'm, I'm going to call her Elizabeth, and she lives in Runcorn. Yeah. And from when she was little, her birthday's in January... Right. So her grandma, every year for 12 years, she knitted her uh, pair of mittens. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's lovely, isn't it? Because it gets a bit cold up in Runcorn. Oh, yeah, cold up north. But what you, what you need to know is that she knitted her mittens for 12 years, but 10 years before that, yeah. poor Elizabeth had contracted meningitis and had to have her hands amputated. But bless her, her grandma still kept knitting their mittens. That, for her, 
It's a completely useless gift. Yeah. The thing about mittens is they usually don't have any fingers in them, do they? Oh, that's possibly what she thought then. You just got to put the string in your mittens. Oh, yeah, round your neck, that's it. And uh, I think the sentiment's there, but I'm wondering, did anybody actually say to her grand she's got no fingers? I can see that, she'd say. That's why I'm knitting mittens. She'll grow into them. Eventually, somebody will invent something where that happens. So, I've got something that is not useless. Uh In fact, I might need it. Okay. It's a present that I found on Amazon. Yeah. And he's called Happy Stan. Uh, What's Happy Stan? Can you Google him now? Okay, Happy Stan. He's on Amazon. Not Happy Stan the Screwdriver Man, is it? Yeah, it is Happy Stan the Screwdriver. Don't tell me you've already got one. No. He's got his bits in his back for a start. That <laughs> he's is got good. his bits up front as well by the looks of it. This is. <laughs> but have you seen he's got a safety cap? <laughs> Do you want to explain what it is? It's a screwdriver set. It's ratchet, apparently. <laughs> it's a screwdriver set, but the screwdriver bit is... Well, he looks like Morph. He looks like a little Morph, like the plasticine Morph guy, with a screwdriver penis. <laughs> and he's very proud. He's very proud. He's happy. He's liking that, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's got a little cross head in there. He's well away. Even though that, even though it's like his penis is the screwdriver, yeah. right? When you look at it, you think, I could hold that. That'd be good. It's got a good... Looks like you could get hold of it and give a good screw with it, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a Channel 5 documentary. My penis is a screwdriver. Not like the one we watched the other week. My testicles are a goldfish bowl. <laughs> It's great. We like Happy Stan. I like the fact that he's got his, his arms behind his head. Yeah, it's he's very confident. You, madam, are going to get screwed. <laughs> and I've also got an Allen Key ratchet option. But uh, I like the way you have to hold him. I think that'd be quite comfy. And he's uh, 8.95, isn't he? Oh, 6.95. Oh, my goodness. That's it then. That's even cheaper. Cheap half the price. That is, uh, that is something, ladies, that you could get as a Christmas present. <laughs> th- it does come fully sheathed. I wonder if that cap fits on after you've taken the bits out. <laughs> Never. <laughs> right, so have you got anything extra to tell uh, me? I'm going to ask Kipper a question. You can answer it as okay, well, but Kipper. Do you know how many people in America celebrate their dog's birthday each year? What do you think? Ooh, a bit more than that. Mum, what do you think? 10 million. It's up to 30 million. Really? 30 million American dog owners celebrate their dog's birthday each year. That's not just them going, happy birthday, Fido, in the morning and giving him an extra bowl of food. That's actually holding a birthday party for the dog and inviting people. You've got dogs. Or not. Quite a few people will just invite non-dog owners around to a pet party. 30 million Americans will hold a birthday party for their dog each year. You see, I, I know we have a lot of people listening in America. So all yeah. I've got to say is good on you because I had a birthday party for me ferret. I'm afraid, though, Kipper, it's very much fewer cats. But you can't get cats together to hold a party. They've got other stuff cats to do. Cats are always busy being cats. There's one dog whose name is Joey Jack. Yeah. He's a golden retriever. And for his second birthday, he got... 800 tennis balls. <laughs>
There's a great video where he's like runs into the room and he's like, ah, oh, ball. And then, ah, oh, ball. And he's like 800 of them. Can you imagine what you'll get for his 10th birthday? That was just his second birthday. You get a tennis court for his 10th birthday, obviously, and some rackets. <laughs> Not stupid. And training him up. One other animal birthday, which I thought was quite cute, was Fiona the hippo. Fiona the hippo was born prematurely. She lives in Cincinnati Zoo. So she, uh, because she was born prematurely, they really celebrate her birthday. She's now three years old. And they make her a massive cake made from fruit and grass with the big number three on it. They did it for a second birthday as well. Put a two on it though. And they also make her a special hippo bubble bath. They've had some special bubble bath made and they tip it into her little wallowing hole. And she gets in there and has a bubble bath. I'm liking it. And she's got a boyfriend called Timothy. Oh. And he lives in San Antonio Zoo. And he sends her a love song every year over the internet. And so he serenades her while she's in her bubble bath eating Are fruit they cake. allowed to meet up ever? I don't know the distance between Cincinnati and San Antonio. It's probably a long way for a hippo to walk. Yeah. Especially when they're lathered up. You have to get the bus. A hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you what, I haven't lost it. <laughs> Brilliant, me. Don't you wish she was funny like me? Always. Always. That's the right answer. <laughs> I don't think we're going to top that. Here it is, the unrelated news with Stacey. Alright, okay, so to finish with, you used to have, here's some unrelated news. Stacey. The unrelated news for this episode, the headline is, Houdini Kitten rescued from three vehicles in one day in Norfolk. Right, okay. Rescuers had to dismantle three vehicles to save the cat with the whole operation lasting several hours. There was this little kitten and the RSPCA were called because someone could hear little tiny kitten meows coming from inside a Volkswagen Golf. The RSPCA asked the permission of the car owner and the firefighters ripped the car apart to get this cat out. They couldn't get the cat, so they had to take the car to the garage. When they finally got the cat out, it ran into the corner of the garage and ran up inside another. So they had to take that car apart as well to get the kitten out. And when they got him out of that, Again, the cat ran away and ran up inside the RSPCA van and they had to dismantle the RSPCA van to get the cat out of the engine. Right, and no point had anybody heard of a Karcher pressure washer because that would be my choice. Or just put the cat in a box. Hold on to the little kitten. How many people were there that they couldn't hold the kitten? Oh, there's pictures of it. There's at least four firemen. How many RSPCA inspectors does it take to hold the kitten? Well, none from this story. Poor little thing. They think the kitten's maybe about six weeks old. It says he's gone to live on a farm. Has he? Is there a tractor he's going to get? They're going to train him up. He just loves those cars. He's going to be on the tractor. Tractor cat. So they should call him. But yeah, I thought it was very sweet. A six-week-old kitten destroyed three vehicles. And that's it then. One of those 17% of people who die on their birthday was, in fact, our our very own William Shakespeare. 
Yeah, and your great-granddad. That's interesting. So Shakespeare was born on his birthday and died on his birthday. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm going now, all right? All right, then, bye. Thank you, Stacey. I'll see you at Christmas. It's the end of the podcast. It is very sad. But tune in again and it won't be so bad. With Mum in the bungalow and Stacey at home Send us your stories on your smartphone And then everybody will feel so alone The Rough Giraffe Podcast The Rough Giraffe Podcast This podcast is part of Britpod Scene an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or BritPodScene on Twitter to find out more.